You're listening to Sports and More with Chris and Tom. Welcome back, folks. It's the guys with the faces for radio and the voices for a silent movie. This is Sports and More with Chris and Tom. I am Chris. And I am probably still a delayed Tom. Uh, we are having some technical issues tonight. Um, so that's what happens when you get two dudes who uh, live relatively in the middle of nowhere yep. trying to do podcasts from three hours away from each other. That's Minor problem. But we're gonna make it work. We've done we've done this before. We've had some some bad delays before, so uh, we're gonna roll with it. Um, man, it is it's uh, what, what day is it? Today's Tuesday. It's only Tuesday, right? Yep. Ah, this internet man. The delay is slowing us down again. Dude, it is. It's, it's still doing this. So, it's only Tuesday, but it feels like a Monday with the technical issues that we're having. Goodness gracious, man! It has been a week already. I I hear you. It's been busy at work. I'm so far behind on my reconciliation. I haven't even started them yet because it's just been craziness over in the the bun life. It's been nuts. Yeah, it works kind of crazy for me, too, right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, our project you're working on over there, Tom? <laughs> hey, on the home front, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I got stuff that I'm, I'm pretty much working on here every day. Um, just kind of taking the, the home as my, as my office. Uh, the home is my, my occupation right now just to, I mean – what else am I going to do? I'm, I'm looking for jobs. I'm, I'm interviewing and um, stuff like that. But, uh, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta do stuff around here to take care of your abode, your, my, my kingdom here at home here. So I hear you. Uh, that's mainly when my, uh, my, my project, man, it's uh, just been kind of like, it's not really big projects. It's like yard work. And then, you know, the, the weekly routine of laundry and dishes and sweeping the floors and stuff. And then I'll find something bigger. Like, uh, well, I, we, I painted the dog crate. We got a new dog crate and it was old and rusted. So I'm like, Oh, I gotta, let me get that painted. And so I, it all looks like brand new and stuff. Now I, I fixed the trampoline. So I'm going to trim some hedges and there's some bushes. So like, I mean, I got that kind of stuff that, I didn't have the time for before, so I guess I guess those are my projects. But it seems weird to call them projects because it's just home maintenance that I didn't take the time for or have the time for before. Hey, you you make it sound so good. I want to take a week off just to get caught up on all that stuff around my house now because going home for a weekend messes up everything around the house. Because go going to visit like the family is like, well, there goes my all my yard work for the weekend. Now I'm behind like two weeks. Right. <laughs> It, it piles up quicker than you expected uh, than you expect. I mean, even just, especially if there's rain or something like that, you get a day or two of rain and then you finally get around to mowing. It's like you're mowing through a pasture in your backyard. It's just crazy. So um, yeah, no, that's, it's keeping up with stuff like that is, uh, 
uh, makes things interesting. Absolutely. But I doubt the listeners joined this podcast to listen to uh, what I have been uh, doing as a, a stay-at-home individual at the at the moment. So, Chris, uh, we are still we're still going to do an MLB season update with some standings. Mm-hmm. But I want to go ahead and I'm tell folks I'm not exactly what we're doing, but a um, little bit about it. So we're going to have. Uh, MLB standings update um, because we're getting into the last few weeks of the season here, and then we were gonna, we're going to give our reaction to NFL Week One because there was just so much that happened, mm-hmm. um, wild and crazy, um, and then our we're going to have some Chris and Tom's takes. It's going to be a new segment new format that we're going to talk about and we'll get into why we're doing that when we get past our nfl week one reaction so if you're listening to this um i not that i encourage you to skip forward (laughs) but if sport if sports are not your thing um you you might be able to skip forward like 20 minutes or so and start listening for the the non-sports topics that we'll be talking about then um because this is going to maybe lay some groundwork for um, what's some future episodes, most of the future episodes, how we're going to try to do them. So, um, but without further ado, Chris, take away the standings. And 20 minutes seems a little bit generous for us on sports, but we will try to keep it to 20 minutes as best as we can. I'll start with the standings with the New York Bankies in first place by about five and a half games over the Rays, who are holding on to a wild card spot tied with the Mariners with a half game lead over the Blue Jays, so that's a tight race right there. The Guardians have, I believe, a two-game lead over the White Sox. Again, it, the White Sox have played two more games. It might be a three-game lead. My bad. But the White Sox are still in it. The Twins have decided they don't want to play in the playoffs anymore, so they're like out there about five games out. You can pretty much say they're done for the year. In the AL West, the Astros have pretty much had that division on stranglehold. Still an 11.5 game lead coming down the home stretch. Mariners have been playing good baseball. Astros have been playing good baseball, so Astros will take that division. Mariners are trying to hold out the Blue Jays to get into the playoffs. And the White Sox, my, the Blue, yeah, really just the Blue Jays, sorry. I thought the White Sox had a chance, but they really don't. They're like six and a half out. So, Ale is right now Yankees in first, Guardians in first, Astros in first, Rays and Mariners are in the play, are the wildcard teams. The Blue Jays only half game out in the, in the wildcard race there. Now, to the National League. The, which used to be the Superior Baseball League, it no longer is because not all pitchers are pansies in the NL East. The Mets hold a game lead over, game and half lead over the Braves. Braves are playing great baseball, and so are the Mets, even though they did lose to the Cubs last night. The Cardinals are have pretty much clinched the Central. They have an eight-game lead over the Brewers. It's over, guys. There's not enough time for the Brewers to catch up, and they trade away all their players. And then the NL West, the Dodgers. Have a 20 and a half game lead over the Padres and have clinched a playoff spot. Only a playoff spot. That's all they've clinched with about two, three weeks ago. I'm pretty sure they have the division locked up. Not mathematically speaking, but pretty much it's over at this point. And the wildcard teams in the NL are the Braves with a, I believe, like a nine or eight and a half game lead over the Phillies. And then the Phillies have a game lead on the Padres, game and a half lead on the Padres. So it's still up for grabs for the wild card, but outside of the Braves. So there's four teams pretty much set in stone, and then the fifth team is uh, the, the wild card spot in the National League. So AL has 
a lot up for grabs. The NL has practically nothing up for grabs, and that's about what we expect to happen in baseball every year. Truth. I mean, that is uh, kind of what we expect to happen in baseball, and we know that last few weeks of the season, not much happens, and at the same time, everything happens. Mm-hmm. So we are um, we're excited for the playoffs to start, and um, I mean, it seems like really the only lock running away with the show is the Dodgers. I mean, j- just a handful of games away from really clinching <laughs> – um, yeah. Top seeds and everything. They're, they're pretty much locked in for the top seed. Oh, yeah, easily. Um, but easily. Um, but speaking mathematically, okay, technically, if they didn't win another game, that could get affected, but not likely. Yeah. So, um, anyway, th- uh, thank you, sir, for those um, those standings. And like we had said, said before, we are going to keep giving you those standings through the end of the year. And then uh, we'll give uh, MLB updates through the playoffs as playoffs. There will undoubtedly playoffs be some uh, additional topics in the coming out of the MLB. Um, so sorry, I am getting a uh, text from my wife. Uh-oh. Sweet. We got to sit. So, no, good good text. text. um, Quick sidebar, I promise, just a quick one. We'd gotten tickets to see Charlie Behrens, who's the Manitowoc Minute guy. He's hilarious, does a lot of stuff with um, a channel called You Betcha. Um, You might have seen a lot of Midwest humor and stuff like that. Well, he's also a stand-up comedian, and he's going to be in Rockford next Friday, the 23rd. And... um, pretty much like all sitters stuff like that kind of fell through because it is forced and it's homecoming. Oh, so like geez. anybody from our n- normal circle of people mm-hmm. is going to be at the football game. So. Of course. All right. Anyway, we got a sitter that we got a sitter for date night. Opa. So um, anyway, <laughs> Opa, uh, that's also not why you guys came here, but uh, all right. So here we are um, getting into the next topic. Um, let's go ahead and talk about NFL Week One because, um, I mean, ring leader of the poop show. What is going on? Uh, shenanigans happen is what happened in NFL Week One. Everything happened. I I was going to do like five things that happened as I went through what we happened in Week One. I have ten things on my list, and I still don't think that's the list because everything happened in Week One that shouldn't have happened. All right, this, that, I'll just take this slow. I'll take it slow and build. Things on top of each other. Do you want to wreck each thing, Tom? Or you want me to just build all the things so we just wreck into everything at one time when I give out all the 10 things I have that happened in week one? You know what? You just kind of go, right. and uh, I'll I'll jump in probably somewhere along the way if I have some comments yeah. to give. But uh, otherwise, I mean, we'll, we'll just we'll just do the, the whole wrap-up, the whole reaction to the, the, the week in general at the end. But I may just have some some stuff to say about the specifics here because yep. there are some there are some interesting ones here. All right, so let's start off with number one in what happened Thursday night, the opening night of the football season. Bills just go into sofa and stomp out the Rams. 31-10 wasn't even close. After watching the highlights of the game because I lost internet Thursday night, so I couldn't watch the game. It was unfortunate. I watched the highlights after the game. That Bills looked like they won by about 50. It wasn't close. Like, 31-10 is generous to the Rams after watching the highlights. 
Number two, Saints come back from down 16 points in the fourth quarter to the Falcons, who still can't win a game up by double digits. Saints win that game 27-26. I, I thought the Saints would win the game. I didn't think they would need to come back from 16 down, though, to beat the Falcons. Exactly. Um, Steelers and Bengals. Bengals. Steelers are sorry, Mitchell Trubisky at quarterback. We all Oof. thought Bengals would win that one running away. Wrong. Steelers win 23-20 in overtime after blowing a 14-point lead in the fourth quarter. No, my bad. My bad. That was another team that did that. But they gave up the go-ahead, the game-time touchdown, and then to win the game, the go-ahead extra point gets blocked. And then the Bengals miss a, a game-winning field goal in overtime, followed by the Steelers missing a game-winning field goal in overtime, and then the Steelers win the game in overtime after making a field goal. That game was bananas. No one wanted to win that game, but the Steelers ended up winning the game because the kicker decided to make a field goal. All I can say about that game was who's on first? Yeah. Like, or, or the, it was just like, okay, it's back and forth. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, and everything's just ridiculousness. But then at the same time, I'm also thinking, like, this is just the bad news bears. Yeah. Like they, they're, um, nobody could do anything right. It was a blocked blocked uh, extra point that would have won the game and then in overtime both teams missed field goals it's like okay somebody do something right the, the fundamentals hey that's why they um say that uh was uh, special teams wins wins games defense wins championships stuff like that the offense doesn't really matter in these situations yeah. because the special teams is what won and lost the game yeah absolutely and TJ Watt, I believe, left the game with an injury, and that still didn't help the Bengals chance chance to win the game. So go figure. The Bengals have work to do on offense. No one saw that one coming. The Eagles had a at one point a seventeen point lead over the Lions. That game looked over. Lions come back to lose the game though, 38-35, and make it look close, which scares all those Bears fans that maybe just maybe the Lions aren't as bad as we think they are, but they still lost thirty eight points, so they might be that bad. And the Eagles just might. Have forgotten they need to win the game still now we get to the afc south where we picked the Colts to win the division because we had to pick someone to win that division well colts have to come back from down 14 in the fourth quarter to force overtime and then and then those two teams have the unmitigated goal to lead the game and in a tie in week one but because both teams missed field goals and then lovey smith played not to lose the game with a minute to go in the game to try to win the game he just said nope we're gonna play for the tie like I hate ties. I, I, I guess that's the only thing I'm going to say about this game is I hate ties. Yeah. yeah. Continue. 100% agree. Then we get to the the Tennessee Titans. They're playing the Giants. We don't think the Titans are going to be that good, but they should beat the Giants. The Giants are bad on paper. They are bad. We look at the lineup. Giants win the game 21-20. The, heck, the heck's going on, okay? The heck's going on. Now, and then we get to Monday Night Football. The Seahawks, Sands, Russell Wilson, Sands, Bio Wagner, Sands, everybody. The only one left is Pete Carroll. He's the only one left there. Russell Wilson's on the Broncos. Revenge game for the Seahawks. Revenge game for Russell Wilson, maybe. Wilson gets booed throughout the game. Even before the game starts, he's boo- they're booing him. Seahawks win the game 17-16, defying all odds and expectations because the Broncos fumbled the ball twice on the 6-inch yard line on two separate drives. How do you? I I I'm having a boxing. How do the how do you lose that game? The Bears whipped the Seahawks, took us in the preseason, and made it look easy. 
All right. But the one the time I enjoy the most, the Bears were playing the Niners, and we had no chance. Six and a half point dogs at home. But the Bears won 19-10. Thanks to our best player, the best player on the Bears for the last 50 years, Bear Weather. We won that game. Thank you, Bear Weather. And please, yes. this, <laughs> uh, this is why I don't want a dome in Chicago. Sorry, guys. I don't want it. No, I 100% agree. And I think that is um, exhibit A as to why we uh, you can't build a dome in Chicago is the weather is the 12th man. Oh, yeah. It's the 10th. It's the 1 through 11th man, in fact, because we won that game because of the weather. You're not wrong. You are not wrong, man. Yeah. That, that was a weather win for the Bears. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, guys. We did not look good, but the weather was was made the Niners look worse. But now for some fun thing, some fun stats when you look at the season and you look at what happened to week one. In the FC South, not a single solitary team has a win. And two of those teams face each other. <laughs> that, was, that was so sad. It's like, <laughs> when I read that, I was like, oh my gosh, yep. football sucks right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the entire division loses, and two of the teams play each other. It's like, okay, we really could get better football yep. out of Pee Wee. Yeah, it, it was not good. And now, think about this NFC West. The Niners, Super Bowl contenders, according to most, lost to the Bears. Mike Martz, you and your negative attitude about the Bears go 0-17. You can take your podcast, shine it up real nice, turn that sound inside of least, and shut up a strip, your monkey butt. But that, 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 enough of that. <laughs> the, the, the Rams, Super Bowl contender, got railroaded by the Bills. Cardinals, eh, playoff contender, maybe, just maybe, just maybe. I don't think so, but just maybe. Got stomped by the Chiefs. I mean, got stomped. Seahawks are in first place in NFC West despite all odds at 1-0. The only team in first place in the division, oh, by the lonesome. Think about that. Think about that. Everyone Oof. else is tied with someone. Seahawks are alone atop the NFC West. And I thought they were going to go, I think they're still going to go 4-13 at best. Yet right now, they're number one in their division. Football man. man. Something. Goodness gracious. <laughs> ain't it something? <laughs> ain't it something? That's that's the only thing you can say there is ain't it something. So wow. Tom, thought, thoughts about the week one of so, the NFL. <laughs> uh I mean several four letter words just come to mind to describe the pure <laughs> debauchery that happened this week one. I mean, everything that was not expected to happen happened yep the bears won the saints lost no saints the, won the lions saints? saints won sorry that's what i meant yeah. saints saints won um with or that wasn't unexpected but with the deficit yep. that they had right. they th that was what was unexpected um the Bengals shouldn't have lost the uh eagles and lions shouldn't have been that close no. with that lead um the the freaking tie <laughs> just <laughs> just won. the tie Plus with plus with the Colts generally being the favorite from yep. that division or yep. one of the top, it's like, okay, the, the, the Texans should not be that close. No. Um, Titans should win. The, yeah. No. That, okay, so none of that makes any sense. 
And I think that is the only thing that makes sense is that, (laughs) all right, this is where the the only sentiment that makes sense is that football doesn't make sense anymore. I mean, this is week one was just everything that um, should not have been. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. And I even left off Green Bay and stomped by the Vikings. I left that off the list. Oh was, yes. Oh, that wasn't close either. I left. I thought. I thought. Okay, Minnesota should win this game. Green Bay should figure out their offense. They have all new receivers. It's going to be rough. Missing two tackles. They're not going to win this game, but it should still be close. Nope. That one wasn't close. That they, one. They were a point and a half favorite. Vikings <laughs> were point and a half favorite, and it was. <laughs> What, what what was the the final? It was like twenty six. It was like twenty six to seven, something like that. It was some. Yeah, I, I know that. I, I thought it, uh, Green Bay only had seven or yeah. ten, and it was definitely. I thought twenty six to twenty seven yeah. um, from Minnesota. I'll, I'll have to check that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, regardless, more than a point and a half. Oh, yeah. um, that that the uh, the line was set at. My goodness, so. Um, if you took the over, whew, yeah. uh, <laughs> if, if you took but, the Vikings to win, you did good. <laughs> you yes, did good. <laughs> my word. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I kind of expected, okay. Um, this one will be close because yeah. it's the vision game. First game of the season for green Bay last year was a loss. I believe 35, um, nothing to the saints. <laughs> so yeah. And the rest of the season, was not as atrocious as the scoreboard said. No. Um, I'm just giving where credit is due. Absolutely. Credit where credit is due. Um, not that I like it at all still. But mm-hmm. um, so here they are in a similar situation, losing horribly. And this is where you just you throw up the Rodgers, R-E-L-A-X meme or whatever. Yeah. Because, I mean, while I'm not a fan I'm I'm just saying to those out there, mainly my entire <laughs> side of the family, um, who were not ha- I was the only happy one in the house, and that yep. because um, Saturday Notre Dame lost. I wasn't happy. Wisconsin lost, and then Sunday um, the the early game the Bears win, and then the Packers lose. It's like okay. I'm going to ride this high because this is the only win we got. Somebody's got to be happy in this house. Um, but um, the the rest of the season, I don't think is going to play out the way that week one did for Green Bay. So I, I think I think there is there is hope for them. But this is also promising for the Vikings, who were also kind of they're, they're a contender this year. So I think that this is also um, a good showing from them for the rest of the season. And how unfortunate this happened in Green Bay, because now Bears fans, we play Green Bay this weekend and we have hope now. We have hope we can win this game. We're nine and a half we're nine and a half point dogs going to the game. We have hope. So when they beat us, it'll feel that much worse. That's all I'm saying. Oh, uh, something else I left out yeah. week one. Something else I left out week one. Deck press guy fractured thumb out for six to eight weeks. I forgot about that too. Right. <laughs> hey, two two Texas quarterbacks out. Um cause uh Quinn uh, Ewers from uh, University of Texas, he had, um, oh, I forget exactly what it was, separated shoulder, oh, maybe, um, or something like that, some, some shoulder injury, uh, and he's out four to six. So two Texas quarterbacks go down um, for college and for the pros. I mean, not a good weekend for Texas quarterbacks. Unless you're Davis Mills, who tied the Colts. 
<laughs> who tied the Colts, which is honestly the best that man could have expected. Absolutely, absolutely. So there's your NFL Week One reaction. Nothing makes sense, and everything happened. That that's week- that's the only. You can say is nothing makes sense and everything happened. So uh, switching gears, we and yes, that is the only segue that I can because we have to cut ourselves off on uh, week one reaction because we could do an entire episode on that easily, um, easily because of just every ridiculous thing that happened. Anyway, so recently, past couple of weeks, I've been listening to the marty smith podcast and you've heard me talk about marty smith on this podcast before um his book is incredible i absolutely recommend you go out and and, um buy or rent his book um it's just it's a collection of stories and just i I read it in his voice and it's incredible um but he's got this podcast with two other guys and they're all remote um so uh one's in nashville one's in uh marty's in um carolinas and i think charlotte north carolina and i can't remember i have not picked up actually where the third guy's from i think he might be from uh florida area i could be wrong on that but uh it's basically just three dudes they have some time where they talk about sports um but they have different like different segments that they pull in It's, it's just really random topics it's just basically each guy leads um into or like opens up a a conversation about a topic or uh, about just something it could just be even a story and then they'll just kind of talk about that for a few minutes or for you know 10 20 minutes and then they'll go on to the next thing and they'll just kind of going around and like whoever's got something they just start talking about it so because we are we're sports and more we want to start working in that and more so i think going forward we're going to try a a few episodes this way and see how um, you all like it we are going to um, try doing our, our our standings update with the MLB through the end of the season, and then maybe um, do a short sports topic like our week one reaction. Um, and then um, Chris and I are going to more or less have Chris and Tom's takes. Basically, we both bring something into this podcast. We may or may not tell each other about it. I didn't tell Chris uh, mine because I was still figuring I had so many options to choose from. And we just discussed this last night, the change. So, um, but as far as tonight, we're just going to kind of like, Chris, you're going to lead in yours. We'll talk about that for as long as we want to talk about it. And then I'll share mine. Um, I will say mine is more of a story. Um, So we can talk a little bit about that afterwards. Um, And then, um, We'll just kind of see where the conversation goes. I, I think when you and I were together, we had that list of topics that we could talk about when we were in person. Yep. And we just we ended up talking about Pop-Tarts for longer than expected. Uh-huh. I think we got to different things too. It's like, yep. that's kind of what I think this is going to lead to is like, we'll come in with some planned topics and then anything unplanned that comes out, that's that's the that's the, the meat of it. It's, you know, that's that's the fun stuff. Don't forget, we went from pop tarts to colonoscopy, so that's how that that we <laughs> did, we did. Oh my gosh! All right, so this time I don't plan to get us there to colonoscopies, but mine involves uh, some new, some news cycle stuff. So hang in there for the punchline because you have to know what's going on in the news to get there. And so this Thursday, um, I will be visiting the FBI because as some of you who may have heard. Um, Donald Trump's advisors and uh, uh, close people have been subpoenaed by the FBI and 
That is not the reason why I'm going to the FBI. It's actually because um, I'm part of the <laughs> leadership council, this uh, Springfield leadership thing through the Chamber of Commerce, and we get to visit the FBI on Thursday. They have a local branch in Springfield, and we'll get to learn about um, some uh, special ops training that they do, some like uh, handling dangerous situations, and about WMDs. Awesome. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be explosive, shall we say, at the FBI on Thursday. But hopefully for just the training, not because anything else happens there. Dude, that is awesome. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've heard, obviously they're all like rumors about it, but I, you know, I, I grew up in Springfield and mm -hmm. I didn't know for a long time that there was an FBI building oh, out yeah. there. Maybe it was oh, just yeah. because it was new construction, but um, so I, I heard a rumor that there is um, a massive incinerator on site yes, for is. documents that they, I, I was like i i need confirmation i, I know that that's probably like a standard thing no. but i've i have heard from sources that i have in springfield that it's it's real like an entire wing it's real i worked at the hg smith building and you can see some of the stuff that goes on there because you can see into the fbi building like their parking lot. Stuff. Oh, that's so yeah. That's secure. Yeah, you can see easy into the parking lot because there's nothing between us and there's nothing between us and them. So we we were mm. two stories high. And we can see into the parking lot and see what was going on with like some of the trucks going underneath the facility. So yeah, that's that's legit. So it's out um, past the like on Stanford. It's right? it's They're off of Stanford. It's off. It's between uh, Stanford. Oh, in 11 it's like in that like block yeah north of stanford south of sanford but north of stevenson drive and between 11th and 6th street right yeah yeah like kind of as you're going out if you're coming from the west side of springfield as you're going out toward bun golf course right yep pretty much yeah okay yeah yeah cool that, i was like that's the building i'm thinking about right yeah so, that's it that's it yeah. that's 100 it that's the building we're going to i'm like oh nice. i used to work by there this will be fun i've always wanted to see what's inside there i mean hopefully i don't wear anything yeah. patriotic so i get plenty of i'm just kidding i'm just kidding just kidding <laughs> just kidding just kidding just kidding <laughs> kidding again you have to pay attention to the news oh, for man, the christmas jokes of the I, fbi triggers you can See how many triggers you can bring into the FBI building, oh. um, so to speak. Not actually. Uh, I, no, no, I, I mean, um, we can't bring cell but, phones. We can't bring anything in there that electronic. It, it's pretty much seriously. You can pretty much bring your uh, your pen and uh, your wallet. I think it, I don't think you can bring that in. Either. It's like you bring your car keys, your wallet maybe for an ID, and then your pen and your pad of paper and that's what all we can bring in there i'm being 100 percent serious it's pretty much like nothing is getting in that building you need one of those um recorder pens like dwight has in the office <laughs> yes. sticks in jim's yes. mug just not not for like using any no. information you hear but just like just out of spite like i want to it's not gonna <laughs> so, work it's gonna said, i have to go through a metal detector <laughs> You said I'd bring in a pen. Here's my pen. Yeah, yeah. I think go through a metal well, detector I, when I go in there. That. It's like I don't think the, the oh, pen yeah. will get through. No, no, no. It's a recording device, and, unfortunately. And, and you're certainly not fitting a mallard through. So no, no, um, no, no. Yeah. I wish I could. I wish well, I could. Well, dude, that that's so. Uh, I guess they're gonna they're gonna run you through kind of. Um, not run you through some nope. special ops training, but like t teach you about what they kind of do because obviously there's right. a lot of. Um, leadership training that's yep. just um found foundationally a part of those kind of special operations sectors of um you know just just federal agencies and, and whatnot so that's that's awesome so do you have questions 
right now that you are gonna that you're gonna ask? I mean, uh, are you gonna figure out some? Um, or, I mean, I guess like, what are you hoping to get out of it? Well, you see, I'm hoping they don't go anywhere political because as Tom knows, I can go there right back with people. So I'm going to hopefully stay away from that and just ask about like, what's it like having to prepare for the worst case scenario and just having to have plans mm-hmm. for that. Because that's kind of what I kind of do at the office sometimes on accident. I pay attention to the news cycle. Tom, I've talked about economics. And I'm like, mm-hmm. we have to be prepared for all these things to go down because things are going bad. We have to get prepared. And no one listens to me because I'm the guy who's paying attention to the news and seeing all the bad economic warning signs. And people say, oh, our sales numbers look good. And I'm like, guys, no, this is not good. Things are not looking good, guys. The sales numbers look good because our prices are high. Just calm down. But – uh, for me, it's just, like I said, worst-case scenarios and trying to not get myself on any FBI watch list. That's a good goal to have. <laughs> yeah, um, I think if you – I think given given what you just said about uh, trying to not get too political, <laughs> if you can get out of that building and not be on the FBI watch list, yeah. I think you're in the in the clear. Yeah. I think you're, you're golden. Then. Yeah, so I will not ask um, them how they verify whether uh, documents are real or fake. I will not ask that question because they can't, they're not good at that right now. So I, I will not ask that question. Ask where Hillary's emails went. I'm, I'm not going to ask that question. That, that That's the question <laughs> I want to ask, but I'm not going to ask it because I know the answer to that question is that's classified and those were destroyed. And that gets you on an FBI yeah, watch exactly. list. Exactly. <laughs> so that's why I'm going to stay away from that question, even though I want to ask it. I want to know. I want to know. Dude. I, I, I think you and I, if if there was just not a bone in our body that cared, we would ask the questions that nobody else really should ask. Yeah. <laughs> or at least I would think you and I would think them, and then you would verbalize them. Probably. I would probably, I would probably get shy in the moment. So maybe I'm hoping for you to have a little bit of that. Just because <laughs> I like having, I like having you on the podcast here. Yeah. Man. I'll try to not say I'm pretty good in the moment. Keep my trap shut when I need to, unless it's like over the top, like when Illinois college said they're going to have a new textbook policy. And I, as a senior, it didn't affect me. I spoke my mind. So when I see something wrong, I may just say something. So I will try to keep my, my mind remembering that these things can throw me in Gitmo if I do something stupid. So I will remember that. Yeah. I think uh, Gitmo avoidance is the is the tactic. That, so. That's the tactic right now. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I right, say well, I am not a terrorist. So if you're listening, which you are, so. Well, you've just now put a flag on this by <laughs> saying the word terrorist. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, speaking of no, that did not speaking. All right. So tell I, what's going on in your I, life I before I get in any more trouble with the NSA and the FBI. <laughs> We're getting shut down. Um, all right, we'll send a po- postcard from Gitmo. Yeah. Um, so mine is a story, and but it's not a story about me. So again, this is like uh, wanting to share just whatever is on our mind. And what came across my um, my my feed on social media, um, and it just so interesting, was uh, something called the greatest beer run ever. <laughs> And uh, it's it's a true story um, turned into a documentary that has now been turned into a movie with Zac Efron and Russell Crowe. Oh so I'm going to get my notes up from uh, warhistoryonline.com. Um, and, and it's just a, a recount. Um, but also the, the documentary of this is on YouTube. Um, 
uh, hosted by of all channels pabst blue ribbon pbr okay. <laughs> yep. but this is the story of john chicky donahue um he chicky is his nickname that's that's what i'm gonna refer to him in the rest of it so he uh was uh from manhattan new york in a neighborhood called inwood and he grew up around um, a large population of Irish Americans. That part's not um, so important other than uh, they're a very tight knit group okay. of people. Um, and so uh, including two people, two men, um, Tom Collins and Rick Dugan, um, who were uh, friends of his growing up. And um, so Chicky, he, he grew up, he um, turned 18, enlisted in uh, the Marine Corps and did his did his four years of service um, and then uh, did not re-up. So he was done. Never saw combat. Never saw combat. So um, he kind of just did his time and that was it. Right before um, the Vietnam War began. So this was kind of think of the timing. He was born in 1941, 18 years later, puts right around, uh, you know, 5960 out of the End of Marine Corps. Yeah. Right. And out of the Marine Corps by about um, 63, 64-ish. So Vietnam's so, just starting. Okay. Or right. Around right. Um, so he uh, actually became a merchant mariner. So he was a, a sea hand, mm -hmm. basically. And uh, he was and actually going to Vietnam. He was on these war, not on these cargo ships delivering ammunition and um, supplies and other things like that. Um, and he, so he'd gone to Vietnam twice, came, but came back to New York and he's in, um, a bar called, uh, Doc Fiddlers. It's closed now, but it's in his home neighborhood of Inwood in Manhattan. Um, and he was just kind of, um, sitting there talking with, um, a guy named George Lynch, who was the, the bartender and, um, super patriot Lynch was, um, organized the parades, uh, for Memorial day and, um, 4th of July for the neighborhood um, and super, uh, a huge veteran supporter, things like that. Well, he had the news on that day and there was a huge anti-war protest demonstration going on in Central Park that day that was being televised. Um, and it kind of struck a nerve with um, Lynch, the bartender, and he just kind of was sitting there um, saying, you know, somebody ought to go over to Nam, track down our boys from Inwood and buy them each a beer bring him each a beer. So, um, he, uh, Chicky just kind of sitting there kind of being a crazy guy himself and having been in Vietnam twice and not thinking it's too bad. He goes, sure. All right. So he, uh, got a job as an oiler on a merchant ship called the Drake victory, which was the next ship scheduled to deliver ammunition to Vietnam. He was on that ship for two months heading over to Vietnam, had a case of, beer in his bag and a change of clothes that was it oh, um and by the time he got to vietnam he drank all the beer <laughs> um <clears throat> so i mean yeah. but when he got there he, he um was in uh cunan or quinan harbor he uh replenished his supplies got more beer whatever and he had so i guess back up a little bit um the one day he said, you know, he volunteered to go do this. He came back a day later uh, and talked to Lynch, the bartender, and Lynch had gathered names from family members of those from the neighborhood who were serving overseas, had the addresses, had the ranks, had their names, everything that he was supposed to get. Two of those men were Tom Collins and Rick Dugan, who he grew up with. 
So he gets over to Vietnam and uh, a lot of the soldiers believed uh, Chickie to be a CIA agent, uh, intelligence agent, because he was just in like, he looked like he was going golfing. He looked too <laughs> casual to be going into a war zone. Right. So they were like afraid of him, treated him with the utmost uh, respect and basically took him anywhere he wanted to go. Um, so he found Tom Collins, who was an MP um, at the time in the 127th company and basically found him within 20 minutes. He got to shore. The 127th company was right there, found him. And uh, Tom Collins uh, just looks and he goes, Chickie Donahue, what the hell are you doing here? He's <laughs> yeah. like, you're, you're from Inwood. Why are you in Nam? Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, so uh, Collins and uh, Donahue both went on the Today Show to kind of talk about this. And uh, the interviewer said, so how, how good did that first beer taste that uh, Chickie brought you? He goes, you know what? I don't remember because it went down so fast. <laughs> but uh, so um, after that, he uh, um, ends up hitching, uh, Chickie hitches rides in Jeeps uh, all across um, Vietnam and uh, ends up within about another 24 hours finding um, the next guy um, to deliver the, the drink to. But then he also then later on uh, farther down the line, uh, got to Rick Dugan again, uh, another one uh, that he grew up with. Um, he kind of manufactured the story that he was his stepbrother to try to get get closer to him and uh, be allowed that. Um, uh, but he was actually in an active combat zone. Oh, geez. So he, he gets there and he's in a foxhole mm -hmm. with this guy and. Uh, Donahue, having never been in combat in the four years they served with the Marines, um, was given a grenade launcher by Dugan to uh, fight in this this battle in this this combat zone, um, and then they went and got drunk. Um, okay. So uh, <laughs> uh, he was able to find uh, two of the other four men. So there were six names total. Two of the other four men. One had. Uh, been sent home with a case of malaria and one had uh, sadly already uh, been uh, KIA um, over overseas, but um, he kind of came back with this um, different perspective on war and also a huge amount of respect from the entire community of Inwood. Cause he, he said that um, and, and all the, the guys that he talked to were basically um, it wasn't about, uh, it wasn't about the beer. It wasn't about what he brought. It was the support he showed. It's like, yeah, people back home are paying attention. They care. Um, and he was that guy that um, brought it over. And he, he uh, the, the guys that he brought it to were like, yeah, that was the encouragement that I needed to get through to know that somebody back home was still pulling for us and hadn't given up yet. Um, and like I said, four, well, five um, of those six men uh, from Inwood, Manhattan, uh, made it back. Another uh, part of this story that uh, makes it more interesting, the Drake Victory, the um, merchant ship that he'd come over on, by the time he got back to port, that ship was gone. So he was stuck for a while and ended up um, having to wait it out. And uh, uh, 
<laughs> found a new mode of transportation. There's a lot on it. Um, I would recommend going and um, I have not watched the movie that it was turned into, but Zac Efron plays Chicky Donahue and uh, Russell Crowe. I can't exactly figure out what his character is, but he looks to be some sort of reporter um, or yeah. media that's over overseas and I'm documenting it, journalist. Um, but the YouTube documentary is only about like, I think it's less than 20 minutes worth the watch because these old, these guys, they're, you know, um, 70, 80 years old now. So, um, now they are, um, they finally got back together a few years ago and for the first time since the, this, uh, instance that since that he brought it over to Vietnam and had not seen each other since, and they basically just sat and they reminisced on um, this entire thing and like how important it was for their lives and the push that it got gave them to get back home. So I was like, there's these old old men, um, hardened dudes sitting at a bar drinking beer and they're in tears over what this meant to them. It's like, that was super cool. And, and this was just a random story that popped up on my feed and I did a little deep dive into like, what, what was this? So, um, Man, that was that was cool. So you can give your, your thoughts on that. I know I went longer than than you did, but that was my random thing that I found this week that I had to share. No, that's pretty cool. It's an awesome story. I, I like those inspirational stories that are kind of like random like that, where it's, it's nothing like nothing. I wouldn't say like you think uber important in a wartime, but it is important for morale's sake. So it's a it's a really interesting story and kind and kind of neat when you think about it. I. You said the great beer run. My immediate thought was to the great a beer snake of the Washington Defenders, but that this, oh, yes. this story this story is much more inspirational than that one is. So, kudos, thanks for bringing that story up, man. That's pretty cool. No, it's I, I did not expect it to be that good, and also I did not know that it was being turned into a movie. It's, yeah, it's that, on, that uh, is it's, it's uh, out on Apple TV right now. Jeez, all right, um, there so. You go. I, I might have to at least uh, get a trial of that to rent it because that, that looks awesome. At least the story is. Right. But, yeah. So there you, there you have it. There's um, there's kind of some of our, our new um, layout is we're going to just share some random stuff. As you can tell, there was quite a difference in our <laughs> topics. So there's no real um, format to this. We're just going to kind of bring up whatever's on our mind. Absolutely. So next week you can expect us to talk about – we don't know. So that, that's we don't know. That's how it goes. If all we know, we can talk about pop tarts again. You never know. It could happen. I might. Because I, <laughs> I finally tried s'mores pop tarts. Oh. After 28 years on this earth, good. They're as good as advertised. They're as good. Told as you. Advertised. Told you. You did. I hey. I, I I wanted to knock them just because I didn't get the chance <laughs> to have them. I wasn't allowed to have them growing up. They were too sweet. Yeah. Pop tarts, whatever. Um, oh. <laughs> Hey, th there you had it. We're back to freaking pop talk. All right. <laughs> anyway, Chris, take us home. Uh, please follow our Facebook, Facebook page for updates for the show. We, like Tom, like Tom usually does, he'll let you know when we're recording. And also, you can comment on the videos. We'll try to respond back. We're not always great at that because well, the Facebook and uh, we're, we're not always the best at responding back. But we will try to respond back to you guys. Also, email us at sports and more with ct kelsey at gmail.com if you have other questions or comments regarding the show. There it is. You can also go to Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, this one will not be on YouTube. I'm still editing. I didn't get a chance to do more editing on the video. Sorry. Um, but 
follow us and you'll be the first to know once we do have new audio content. Um, like I said, I mean, this is, this is new. Um, we're trying to get a little bit more of that and more to try to pique some people's interest. So um, if there's something you want us to talk about, I know we say this every time, mostly around the sports topics, but if there's something you think is interesting, email, comment, do any way, uh, carrier pigeon, get it to us because um, obviously we will talk about anything. Absolutely, we will. And we like to thank all of you, probably the tens and tens of people listen to our ridiculous takes and rims on the MLB. NFL shenanigans, Chris going to the FBI, and Tom's talk about the greatest beer run ever. I, I just, I love that that's the title of the movie, too. Greatest beer run ever. It's awesome. Um, so, our next episode's creation date is to be decided. Dep- we got that. Uh, Depends if I get arrested by the FBI stuff. or not. So, yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, if, if it's going to be kind of hard to go uh i mean it's hard enough to do remote from you in the springfield area and me in northern illinois if you're all the way in down down in guantanamo bay uh let's you know, put a, a little hitch in things, the yeah. so yeah um but we'll try to keep in, uh posting stuff on facebook but until then you know you guys all see the randomness that comes through our facebook page um but we will also post when the episode is live and when we are recording so keep an eye out for that But until then, as always, please stay safe, stay healthy, and above all, stay out of Gitmo. Stay stay free. (laughs) Sports and more with Chris and Tom is brought to you by... No one, all non-original thoughts and ideas were properly noted during each segment.